K-U-C-I, the cooch, cooch, the cooch, cooch. K-U-C-I, the cooch, cooch, the cooch, cooch. K-U-C-I, the cooch. Naked comedy. So like 20 minutes, you think that's cool? Yeah, that's perfect. All right, and... and you know, if you, if you go over a couple minutes, I'm not going be a big deal. All right, I'll, I'll try to keep myself within that, that parameter. <laughs> I can't keep myself within that. All my answers are going to be 10 to 15 minutes long. We'll time them, and, you know, if it goes beyond 20 seconds each, I'll just cut you off. <laughs> a giant buzzer. Thanks. Work it Perfect. out. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You You're know? in L.A. right now? I'm actually in Irvine. I um, oh, nice. change stuff around because it's midterms here. So doing interviews and studying. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Works out. And you're, what are you doing today? Interviews and interviews? <laughs> um, I'm doing interviews just because um, this show, like, I'm off today from shooting, but our, the show that I'm doing for FX uh, launches this week. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, I'm just doing, like, a lot of, like, we're just doing a ton of press all this week in the middle of also, like, shooting. But I'm psyched that I have today off to kind of catch up. Awesome. Well, why don't we let's start there. Let's talk about the league. I'm really excited. I um, was looking at the website last night, and it looks like it's going to be really good. The clip of um, you and your four buds like drinking beer. That, oh yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was the toasting scene, or yeah, whatever. It is. That was definitely the best. So what? Um, so tell me about the show. What's it going to be like? Well, it's kind of cool. I mean, you know, um, I feel like in the past, like I've definitely wanted to only do things that I'm like directly involved with like whether it's like human giant or I just did this series for hbo um like it's i just have found that it's really good to be kind of creating your own stuff it's just you you have more control over it and then if it fails it's your fault but if it's great then it's also your fault so uh you know so i'm like always kind of apprehensive about taking on like doing a different thing like that but uh the pedigree of the show is insane like the guy who created it jeff schaefer he like worked on Conan, then went to Seinfeld, then ran Seinfeld. Now writes and directs a Curb, and wrote on Bruno and Borat. Mm-hmm. So it's like this insane, you know, lineup of credits. And then his um, he co-created it with his wife, and she's just worked on like Old School and Disturbia, and she's been more of like a development executive. So they're mm-hmm. both like really great people, and it's been it's been really fun. The show basically is about. Me and uh, four of, like four friends, like in their thirties, just kind of like living their lives, and the one thing that kind of connects them is fantasy football. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, the the cast that they have put together seems like really fun. Like um, Nick Kroll, um, you guys have worked together before at UCB and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Have you worked with the other people before? No, I never met anybody else there besides Nick. I mean, uh, yeah, obviously, like Nick and I have like performed a bunch together at UCB but never had done anything really more than that you know so it was really kind of it's been great to just kind of work with him and improvise with him and then like Mark Duplass comes from like the independent movie world where he's like known for this movie The Puffy Chair and he did this other movie Hump Day and so he's got a whole different take on like improv and comedy and then Steve Ranazizi is uh, actually, we went to the same high school together, which is so funny. We didn't know each other. <laughs> and uh, he, you know, is a is stand-up, and he comes from, uh, you know, he's been on, like, he's in Paul Blart, Mall Cop, and Samantha Who. So he has a whole different kind of perspective. And then there's John Lejoie, who comes from Montreal. So I think that's pretty much, you know. But uh, he, uh, you know, he does, like, all this musical comedy and stuff. So it's a real interesting group. 
Well, it should definitely appeal, I guess, to many different crowds. And it's I'm really happy because it's going to be on um, Thursdays at 1030, which really gives it, you know, a fighting chance at, like, surviving in that comedy block. Because a lot of shows, they get put on Thursday, you know, in between the NBC, like, Thursday thing, and they kind of get lost. But this definitely seems like it has a good shot. So I'm excited well, for yeah. you guys. You know, it's cool. I mean, the you know, without, like, kind of, like, blowing smoke off up FX's like butt it's like you know like they've done like some really cool things like people really love Always Sunny and you know and all their other shows and they're really trying to make like this I think they're trying to make like a really like a good comedy block the same way like HBO has like Eastbound and Down and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and had like the Larry Sanders show I think they want to have their own type of like edgy shows and because it's like on at 10 o'clock there's no comedies on at 10 o'clock and I think Always Sunny does really good and so yeah, it's it's neat to kind of be involved there, and they they let us do whatever we want. Like I've never had, um, besides HBO, I've never had this much freedom to do like to say stuff. Like you realize, like wow. Like I think the only other show that has more freedom than us is like Party Down, mm-hmm. you know, which is like I was that which is awesome and has so much crazy stuff in it. So how is the the shooting style? Like is it how much is actually scripted and how much is it you guys um, improvising off of an idea? Well, basically, like, uh, we get, like, a 10-page outline of every episode, and every scene is broken down into, like, two or three paragraphs, and there are really funny lines in there. And then we just, so I call it, like, soft scripted. It's scripted, but we can go off and do whatever we want in it. And so I would say, I mean, you know, like, I've worked on a couple shows where it's like, hey, it's improvised, do whatever you want. And I think that sometimes when you have cameras rolling on it, it's not a great idea because it's sort of like you takes you a while to find the scene, and then when you do find the scene, maybe funny. Like we experience this all the time on Human Giant, like stuff that we thought was super funny in the moment. We get back to like the editing room, and we're like, "Ooh, that's not so funny." Yeah, like, yeah, that's bad. Good thing we have the scripted version of it. <laughs> so this show is like able to like we go in there with a really strong idea, we get that, and then we can add stuff to it. And they have three cameras rolling at all times, so no matter what's improvised we get it real in the moment. So we don't have to worry about doing it again. Like if there's a funny line, we have to be like, oh, wait, can we do that again? We already have it already covered. Awesome. Well, yeah. you guys are still shooting right now. Are there any, like, spoilers that you can give away? Oh, man. <laughs> there are, um, there, like, well, we have amazing guest stars. Like some really cool people are on the show. Like uh, Tom Lennon from Reno 911 is on the show. That guy's a regular for our show. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's the best. And uh trying to think of who else. Like, I just said amazing guest stars, and now I'm, like, drawing a blank. We've had some really <laughs> great people on the show. Um, oh, man. Oh, well, we got some football. Like, I'll tell you this much. Nick Kroll gets into a hot tub with football player Antonio Gates. <laughs> so like, that's not seen often. Um, and, yeah, there's... Uh, there's a lot of like I'm just trying to think of their all my uh, as I'm going through the episodes they all kind of blur together because they've all been, we've shot them all out of order we go on a mancation just uh, <laughs> basically one of the characters gets divorced and he has a spa weekend for two but he doesn't want to waste it so he takes me along with him <laughs> and we have this like romantic weekend uh, so it's just, like two guys trying to have trying to be you know trying to be on a romantic vacation but not really be romantic. <laughs> Well, it sounds like it's going to be 
awesome. Um, I, and hope it, I hope you like it. I, I, I think I will. I'm not a sports fan, but I know just like watching some of the clips that are online, like it's really cool. So anybody listening who's like, I don't like sports, like, blur, like. I was so like, <laughs> I was not like, I like football very casually. And then since this show, I've been really into it. But I think that the show has been, like, the show has that really cool thing where it's, like, it's almost like Freaks and Geeks. Like, you didn't have to be in high school to like <laughs> Freaks and Geeks, but like that's the same thing. It's like fantasy football, and this thing kind of is the reason why all these guys hang out, but it's not what the show is about. It's not like, wait, did you see the stats on, you know, on uh, Eli Manning? Like, oh, yeah, he did 29. You know, it's like not, nothing like intense like that. There's no, like, you know, nothing that no one can get. Are you, you know. in your own fantasy football league now? I am. I'm doing very well in it. I'm addicted to fantasy football. I love <laughs> it now. Like, I never had done that before. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> Just gives me another thing to waste time with. Now it can be like Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and, uh, and now fantasy football. So we should expect your Twitters to become more football-based. You know slowly. what? I, I, I feel like I've, I have like, kept my Twitters out of the realm of like, commenting on my fantasy football thing because I feel like it would be such a shock to people who read my Twitter like what the hell is this guy talking about <laughs> football about? I don't want to follow this guy <laughs> <laughs> maybe scare off some people hi this is DJ Intern Sam of Naked Comedy thanks so much for listening to my podcast and I'll return you to the interview shortly but I just wanted to say a quick word about KUCI you may have wondered how I got this show to begin with and how I got to where I am today well it's all thanks to the support of KUCI KUCI is dedicated to fostering growth and learning of radio and media broadcasting for students and community members alike. We have a very successful and interesting training program going on here at KUCI. You can learn more about it at KUCI.org slash training. We have four training sessions every year, and one of which in the spring is open to students and non-students alike. So please consider, if you're in the Irvine or Orange County area, coming down during our spring training class and checking it out. Who knows? You may be the next hit DJ of KUCI. Wow. But when you have a training class, you'll also learn how to put musics and sound effects there. That was a, that was a, a placeholder. But if you take the training class, you'll learn how to how to put stuff there. So thanks again for listening, and you can find out more information at KUCI.org slash training or email them at training at KUCI.org. We now return you to the interview already in progress. But, well, yeah, exactly. I'm happy that you're going to be on again for like a regular role because, um, you know, I'm a really big fan of comedy and like the live comedy scene. And it always sucks when like I want to tell my friends about somebody awesome. They're like, who is that? But you're one of the people that, you know, it's like, hey, Paul Sheer. And they're like, I know that guy. And it's awesome. Oh, thanks. Oh, you're so nice to say that. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's, it's really uh I'm psyched. I'm psyched too. It's you know, it's super fun. Like just before this interview, um, my boss here at the station, I was like, he's like, who's your interview? And I was like, Paul Shear. He's like, who's that guy? Like the guy from Parks and Recreation. He's like, oh yeah, I love that guy, the cute oh, guy, cool. and, like the Thirty Rock guy. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, that was that. Thirty Rock was so much fun, and Parks and Rec was super great too. Do you think but, you're going to be back on Thirty Rock this season? You know, we'll see. It's like it's funny because um, you know, I don't ever really ask. Like I was talking to Tina a little while ago. And um, and she's like, oh yeah, we wrote like they're actually longer than a little while ago. She like last season, she was like, oh yeah, we wrote something for your character to come back, but then because just of time and the uh, cutting down the script, you didn't get in. So I feel like it's one of those things where I'm in the ether, and if they need me to like kind of 
you know, antagonize Jack, I'll come back. So it's sort of like, it's just sort of, you know, just kind of wait for it and see what happens. <laughs> well, this interview, maybe this interview will come out and they'll be like, we should put him back on. Uh, yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> that was definitely one of the best. And last, the last week's um, Keith thing, that was, that was really cute. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, that was really fun. We shot so much for that. And uh, I can only imagine, like, I can only imagine how many deleted scenes there are for that because we, we shot for like pretty much 12 hours on that first scene there, like a full day. So there's like, I have rap in there. I was rapping and a whole breakdancing number that like was choreographed over like a day and stuff. It was like really insane uh, shoot, but it was really fun. That was cool. And like, um, was that, how long, like do you and Aziz still work together a lot since he's, you know, over in New York and you're mostly in LA or was it kind of nice to like regroup? Well, you know, Aziz actually lives in LA. So, um, yeah, he lives right down the block from me. So he, uh, so yeah, we see each other all the time. I mean, he's on tour a bunch, but um, we, uh, yeah, like we see each other. I would say at least once a week, um, if not more. And then uh, we're doing like we do this show out in LA that we're going to be doing again called Trapped in the Closet, which I have is my just uh, yeah, I'm excited. We, yeah, it's going to be really really fun. So we just like basically we do like a a live like cast and crew commentary of Trapped in the Closet and we're going to get that together for early November. So yeah, we definitely all work together still. Me, Aziz and Rob. Rob and I perform together every Monday at in UCB and every Wednesday and Jason and I who directed all the Human Giant stuff and wrote with us. Um he is uh like we all he's like yeah, we're all together and we're working on a movie idea too. So Oh awesome. Yeah. Is that the the quote unquote um human giant movie project? It is the quote unquote human giant movie project. <laughs> yeah. It is the very slow moving human giant movie project. <laughs> um yeah, we had like I think like the cool thing has been that we've all gotten um like you know, a little bit of success independently uh of each other. And so basically when w- Pretty much it's very hard to get all of our schedules to line up to really focus on it. But I think we have a plan now to kind of tackle the scripting of this movie because we have a really fun idea that we're really into, and we just want to just write it and get it done. Very awesome. Well, you know, it's it's tradition with, like, sketch groups to, you know, kind of stop doing it and then make their fans wait for years <laughs> and years and then do it again, and then everybody loves them. So. Well, you know, it's like the thing I feel like is good about Human Giant, too, is, like, we never got, like, sick of each other. Like, we never, like, pissed each other off, like, screw this. You know, we got asked back to do a third season. But, um, you know, Aziz got Parks and Rec, and it became this kind of issue of, could we do a season the way that we wanted to do it? And I, th- and I think we all were like, I don't know if that's possible. So that's the only reason why we stopped. And in a way, it may have been a blessing, because that way we're like, oh, yeah, we want to go back and do more. You know, so I think we're always feeling like, like let's get back and figure out the next thing. And it's definitely cool because now you do all have, you know, different, like, people recognize you. People recognize Rob from his movies. You recognize you from yeah. your movies and TV. Like, now it's all of you are doing stuff, and then you can yeah. come back and be a super group. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's really cool, yeah. So we're we're excited about all that sort of stuff. But so, yeah, um, for people who aren't in L.A., the, the shows that you guys put on are really, really good. Like, Hubel and Shear, when, you know, even if one of you isn't there, it's a great show. And, like... I guess, like, is it something that you guys do out of love or out of wanting to do fun or wanting to work stuff out? Like, how do you keep putting on such a great show, like, while you are doing all these other projects? Well, you know, to me, it's like, you know, with the show that we do, like, Rob and I did the show Crash Test, like, that one uh, on Monday nights. And that's, like, 
a show that Rob and I really wanted to do, just to be like, well, why don't we just do this? Like, we used to do it in New York with Aziz. And um, we were like, why don't we just do a show where we can kind of get people that we think are really funny and just basically screw around and write some bits that are very loose, like kind of like a no-pressure show. Like if, it's, if it sucks, like if, if a bit falls flat, there's like people didn't pay $20 to see us do it. But it kind of gives us a chance to work stuff out without having, yeah, it's a show that lets us work stuff out without having any pressure attached to it. And so that's why we love doing that. So, yeah, I guess it's like a little bit of a labor of love. And then... And then the, we do, Rob and I also do an improv show with, like, Rob Riggle uh, from The Daily Show and Owen Burke and Chad Carter. And that is, uh, that's also just, it's for fun. It's like, it's great to be able to get up on stage once or twice a week and just kind of do, you know, it's like why we we're in this, in this whole thing in the beginning, you know. It's like mm-hmm. what we were doing in the beginning and now we're still doing it. Well, it's definitely, it's definitely cool to be able to, like, just go down and see you guys, you know, when you're not on TV and oh, in movies. It's fun. I remember um, one of the last times that I went, this is way back, but um, last time I went to Crash Test, um, you were shooting, like, Piranha 3D. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, there were many jokes at your expense I can imagine. <laughs> during that process. So it was good times. Um, but so do you want to tell me about um, Piranha 3D? Because when they were talking about it, while you weren't there, yeah. um, they made it sound, you know, like it was a comedy or something. And then I went to go look it up, and it it apparently is very much the opposite. Yeah, it is not a comedy. It is like a, a straightforward horror movie. I mean, there there might be some funny moments in it. You know, we actually did a show at UCB one night where Jerry O'Connell, I did the movie, and Jerry, o, Jerry O'Connell in the movie plays like um, a Joe Francis type of guy, mm-hmm. and I play his cameraman. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so Jerry and I got to be very close in that movie, and we came to Crash Test one night when Hubel wasn't around, and all we did was just tell stories from the set because <laughs> it's, it was an insane experience. It was basically... You know, it's a straight-up horror movie directed by this French director who doesn't speak that much English, um, but he's really very talented, visually amazing, and he wanted to make this really scary movie. It's in 3D, Elizabeth Shue, Ving Rhames, Richard Dreyfuss, like Christopher Lloyd, like the most insane cast. And for every, like, bit of blood, there are equal parts, like, nudity. It's like, it's... It's going to be, and I can't, it's all in 3D. I just can't imagine what this movie is going to be like. It should be pretty cool, but uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, it is comical. Piranha 3D sounds like, oh, uh, what the hell is that? But uh, I think it might actually be pretty fun. So scarier than Snakes on a Plane? Oh, definitely. There's nothing, there's like nothing kitschy about it. It's like, like, it's like Adam Scott from Step Brothers is in it, and Adam and I became good friends down there too. And, you know, he plays it. Totally serious, and you know Adam's such a funny, <laughs> funny guy. So it's you got a lot of people treating piranha as a big, you know, as a as a serious epidemic, <laughs> which is what we wanted to do, you know, because it is people need to be warned that this could happen at any moment. A earthquake could open up uh, a seabed, and uh, prehistoric piranha can come out and kill people. You know, this is this is a lesson. It's a lesson. Protect, yeah. protect, kill the fishes. Just exactly. don't feel bad about it. Don't <laughs> farm them. Just eat them. Just stab them. <laughs> Spikes. So, um, any spoilers for that? <laughs> any spoilers? I would say there's a very the people who survive in that movie are very low. Like there are not many survivors in that <laughs> film. That's all I can tell you about spoilers. Um, but uh, yeah, you get to you know, um, let's see if there's anything. Uh, you get to see Ving Rhames attach an outboard motor to his arm <laughs> and attack fishes. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> Dude, that's worth the price of admission.
Definitely. Well, it, it's not going to. Is it going to be a Halloween movie, or is it going to be? No, like... it is coming out in April. Oh wow! So yeah, so we got a while. Like basically, we shot the movie. Uh, regular, mm. and then they're going to go back and make it 3D because um, it was so bright where we shot that they couldn't use 3D cameras. So they have this like new technology where they essentially trace every scene of the movie <laughs> and then like do all this kind of crazy work to make it 3D. But when we were down there, they showed us uh, King Kong, and it looked amazing. They did the same thing for King Kong, but it just takes a lot, a lot of time to make mm-hmm. movies 3D. So, yeah, so that's what's going on now. But I think the teaser trailer is going to be out in a couple of weeks. Oh, cool. So it's a spring yeah. break kind of movie? Yeah, it, the movie takes place during spring break. Oh, so I think okay. it'll be released yeah, during spring break. So it's also a lesson for spring breakers. It's a oh, lesson big for time. fish yeah, be careful. spring breakers. Yeah. Those, those are the key audiences. They need to be addressed. Well, you know, spring breakers <laughs> need to know, well, if this does happen, how do I fight them off? Should I run? Or should I do this? You know, it's, Don't it's, give up yeah. just because you're in a bikini. You can exactly, fight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is this. You see, you get it. You understand the type of audience that needs to see this. It's definitely, it's definitely going to be exciting. Um, I have one more question, and sure. I, I need you to fully explain this because I, I don't watch the show. I don't know what's going on, and I'm very confused. Right. Can you talk about Damon Carlton and a polar bear? I've seen the clip that you, you put out when you okay, went to well, ABC. Yeah. Well, basically. Damon Carlin and a polar bear was this idea that um, Damon had uh, during the off season of Lost. Like they, you know, they obviously love their fans, and they were like, "Well, how can we keep our fans interested?" Because the show ends in May, and it doesn't come back on until January. But like all the fans of the show, including myself, super rabid about the show. <laughs> so they're like, "Well, what can we do that'd be fun?" And so I got a phone call when I was shooting Piranha that, hey, could you, can I do a bit at Comic-Con, you know, interrupt the Lost panel and present them with this velvet painting of Damon and Carlton, who's the other, uh, you know, showrunner of the show. And it says Damon Carlton and a polar bear, and it was on velvet. So I presented this, like, kind of crazy painting to them and had labeled this, like, website, said, you've got to come to my website. And then my website got taken over. Then I started blogging on this website, and it got taken over by another group. It was, you know, a little, you know, convoluted story in there. <laughs> and now basically every couple of weeks a new lost art print by like an amazing artist is released and it's available to the fans for like a really low price. And they're like one of a kind of art prints and there's only like a couple hundred made of each. So like Damon and Carlton thought that would be a really cool way to kind of pay tribute to the show, pay tribute to the fans by giving them something that they couldn't, that's like really unique and cool. So that's kind of what's going on there. Oh, so Hope that like, makes sense. So it's yeah. like the underground, like lost blog with Yeah, it's kind of stuff. like an underground, it's like, kind of like a lost art project that's sponsored by the guys behind the show. And so uh. they're really, they're just, they want the, yeah, they really want the, uh, the fans to kind of get like cool stuff for so being did, fans. Did it start out the whole time you working with ABC? Because the first clip that I saw, or the clip, the video I saw of you guys, like I was not sure either. It was oh, the one where we're breaking into the lot, or yeah, the lot, yeah. yeah, the one where we're breaking into the lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I think now it is safe to say that uh, <laughs> that yes, it is. We were, it is that was all part of the uh, <laughs> the plan. All part of the plan. Well, yeah. that was definitely definitely convincing. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> it was good times. Well, maybe now I'll have to get into Lost just so oh, I can catch up and figure it out. Oh, you got to. You got to. You'll love it. It's almost, <laughs> it's almost ending. So you, I always feel like you got to get into a show when you see the end point. It's like 
you can catch up real quick. Yeah, see, I have to, I have to dedicate myself to it. I, I watched the very beginning, and then I got so lost that I just stopped. Stop studying right now and start <laughs> watching Lost. I think that's probably going to be better for your life in general. Better education. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for, for stopping by today through the phone. No problem. It was a pleasure to stop by, and I hope my answers weren't too uh, long and convoluted. No, they were good. Do you have any any last words for for Naked Comedy for now until you blow up into a giant, 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 giant her star? Yeah, um, I have no I have no words, but just uh, but saying to everybody, seriously, be careful because piranha are out there, and you don't know when they're gonna come for you. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, that's the show for this week. I want to thank DJ Doug Pound for my awesome show theme. He's amazing and made that from the genius of his brain. You can check out more of his genius brain um, products at Doug Pound, D-O-G-G-P-O-U-N-D dot com. Um, Thanks again for downloading the podcast and please tune in to the full show on Thursday mornings or Wednesday night, however you want to think about it. from 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. on KUCI.org. There's a lot to the show that we can't put on the podcast, like comedy albums, clips from TV shows, awesome, amazing surprise call-in guests, um, and so much more that is still pretty awesome. So check it out. um, Do a stream record. um, Boycott TiVo until they allow you to record the FM waves along with your TV as well. Whatever you need to do. Naked Comedy, Thursday mornings, Wednesday nights, 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. on KUCI.org. Um, until then, I'm um, uh, gonna... K-U-C-I, the cooch, cooch, the cooch, cooch. K-U-C-I, the cooch, cooch, the cooch, cooch. K-U-C-I, the cooch. Naked comedy.